0: podcast do 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 podcast two hoes two hoes four house on the hill From four house on the hill oh, oh, oh. yeah it's a whore house on the hill two hoes house on the hill two do hoes don't pull
1: your skirt too short everybody's gonna wanna be up
0: in that shorts hey hi you're on speakerphone Oops.
1: Really intrusive.
0: Um Well, I mean, you're also you're on speakerphone and I'm recording you and putting you on a podcast and broadcasting it on the internet for everyone to listen to. Whoa. Whoa.
1: We have to talk. Did
0: you not know that's what we've been doing?
1: You no, know, this whole time. Oh my gosh, everyone's heard everything I've said to
0: you. Um so we're going to well, we we might cha- we might uh do a Kids in the Hall episode. That's what we were talking about doing because there's the new Kids on the Hall on Amazon, Amazon Prime, and um, so did you watch it?
1: No, I didn't because I just moved, so I don't have access to my Amazon Prime right now. Um, but I used to love the old Kids in the Hall.
0: So not only do you did you just move and you no longer live in the Delaware County metro area,
1: but no, you I'm, also
0: did not watch The New Kids was, in the Hall?
1: No, I'm a slacker. Yeah, I'm, I have
0: You're a fucking bitch. <laughs> I
1: have scounded.
0: Uh I Well, know. then, we're going to have to talk about Juneteenth, then. Because it's Juneteenth. Um, it's but Juneteenth today. What that's where we're white. Uh, well, I think, I'm pretty sure white people are allowed to talk about Juneteenth. Okay. Um, and you didn't watch Kids in the Hall, and that's what we said. We said, if you don't watch Kids in the Hall, we're gonna have to talk about Wait. Juneteenth. That's
1: the consequences. Yeah. So we get to sound extra stupid, um, extra ignorant, and extra racist.
0: That's what I this podcast what is, all is all about.
1: Right. True. True um problematic is the word so for the, just as a pre prequel to this episode problematic just expect problematic
0: um yeah oh my god i hate the word problematic
1: do you it's like a it's like triggered it's like getting real popular
0: yeah well it it's triggering to me because like um so many people like have said that i'm problematic online like i would like I, like, you know, tweet something, and then some, like, you know, usually it's a white woman, and yeah. and, and they're like, that's problematic.
1: Yeah, because you triggered her, so you're problematic, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I actually really fucking hate that word, and I, I don't think I've heard the word problematic until, like, maybe the past five years. It's pretty new. It's usage. That's,
1: that's why I said it's, like, triggered. Yeah, it's, like, everyone all of a sudden.
0: Okay, so... Now, this is starting to get, uh, this Juneteenth is starting to make sense to me. First off, I will say this. I ran some errands this morning, and there's a whole lot of white people that have off for Juneteenth. Okay, so if- it's a
1: federal holiday. Yeah, so- I don't, it, I don't think it was ever celebrated to my knowledge and so like, I haven't seen it until the past five years.
0: I don't think it was a public holiday until, like, seriously last year.
1: I know When do you in think... the past
0: you think it's been the past few years you think
1: well I only know because so like did you ever watch that show Atlanta no so there's the show Atlanta and um, there was an episode about Juneteenth a couple years ago which is how I learned about it but yeah I think it only here let me um, let's stop doing this and let me go to Wikipedia Juneteenth is a federal holiday in the United States Commemorating the emancipation of enslaved African Americans, Juneteenth marks the anniversary of the announcement of General Order Number Three by Union Army General Gordon Granger on June 19, 1865, for the freeing for enslaved people in Texas.
0: Can you speak up?
1: Are you you're having trouble hearing me?
0: Yeah, you're not. You're pretty low. I, I don't know if you could speak up.
1: Well, I'm. Kind of in a public space.
0: That's why. Oh, are you ashamed to be talking about Juneteenth in a public space?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't need to be yelling our podcast people. Here. Um.
0: Okay. Um, well, you're just kind we, of low. We, okay.
1: History, history. Oh, here, legal observance. Texas oh. was the first state to recognize the state by enacted law in 1980. By 2002, eight states officially recognized Juneteenth. Four years later, 15 states recognized the holiday. There's one a little bit. In the year-long aftermath of the murder of George Floyd that occurred on May 25th, 2020, nine states had designated Juneteenth a paid holiday, including New York, Washington, and Virginia. In 2020, Massachusetts Governor Charles Baker issued a proclamation marked as Juneteenth Independence Day. Um, this followed the filing of bills by both the House and Senate to make Juneteenth a state holiday. Baker did not comment on these bills specifically, but promised to grant the observance of Juneteenth greater importance.
0: So um, I'm, so I'm right. It's only just recently become a federal holiday.
1: Yeah, this is talking about states, but I want to know when it became a federal holiday. Or was it?
0: Well, this oh,
1: is... I guess. I see. Okay.
0: I see something so, here. It's effective... June seventeenth, twenty twenty one, as a federal oh, holiday. Oh, that became a
1: federal holiday. Gotcha. Wow.
0: So, I think we have Black Lives Matter to thank for the Juneteenth holiday, and gotcha. and George Floyd. Yeah. Thank you, George Floyd, for your sacrifice. True. Um. So that. Uh. Everyone gets off work on yeah,
1: right.
0: the Monday. And in this case, the Monday following. Because Juneteenth yeah. was yesterday. yesterday. So do they, they do that for all? That's also another... So what if Juneteenth is on Saturday? I guess you would get off Friday? I don't
1: know. I I, I don't know how that works.
0: Well, it was really annoying because I went to the post office today and it was closed. And I was like, fuck. yeah.
1: I know. Um, There was some something today that I was like, we were going to do, and we were like, oh, it's a federal holiday. Oh, deliveries. I think that we were, like, wondering if there's deliveries.
0: I, uh, okay, well, um, so, okay, so you're saying the holiday, based off Wikipedia, is... Oh, it's the commemorating the emancipation of enslaved Americans. Okay. Okay. But this whole Juneteenth marks the anniversary of the announcement of General Order number three. Okay. Proclaiming freedom. Okay. So that's what that that is. That
1: might've been the last state. Like, I don't really
0: know. I just remember hearing though, that there was that proclamation, but like not everyone knew or heard about it and people were still enslaved after this, this, I think
1: that went on for years and years. Yeah. I mean, years and years. Like, till the 1900s. Like, there was probably still, you know, and then there was like weird stuff that happened because there was like, there was like slave owners who gave land to their slaves and still were like in charge of them and stuff like that. But like, they gave them their free, like, there's all kinds of shit that happened. And then there was people that just got booted out on the fucking street and like that person like being a slave. Mm hmm. Yeah, so, I I mean, I think, um, you know, being, like, a white person raised in a primarily white area, Catholic school, going to school in the 80s, you know, it was kind of just, like, everyone was like, yeah, Lincoln freed the slaves, and everyone was suddenly happy. And, like, no, it did not go down like that at all, and there was, like, just, it's been continual suffering Mm -hmm. since
0: that happened. Uh, But in all seriousness, we're not going to actually do a whole episode on Juneteenth.
1: No, because
0: I don't know enough about it. And we're white. Yeah,
1: and Beth is racist.
0: No, I am. That's you. You're the racist on this. Not what? Me. Yeah.
1: Uh-uh.
0: uh You're like, what? What? Nuh-uh. <laughs> oh, I just clicked on this tab, so I just wouldn't need to talk about this now. Um, I've been trying to learn how to do halo braid. Do you know what a halo braid is? It it just like go around your
1: head like a halo. Yeah, yeah and your hair would
0: look adorable. Actually, a lot of black women wear their hair like this too. So okay, it's 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 it tracks. But yeah, anyway, it's really fucking hard. Like I haven't been able to do it. I've been listening to the, you know, watching the tutorials. But that's you know one thing. Like I think I could do it on someone else's head. I just can't do it on mine. Is it like a French braid that goes around your head? Is that yeah. essentially how it works? Yeah, but like That's when important. you when you get to the back though, it's like, yeah, I can't do the uh this you have to like switch your hands and I haven't been able to get that and then you then you're braiding in the back of your hair and you can't see it. And then you yeah. have to like and then you have to like come up the other side of your head. Yeah. And, and it's it, like you're doing the opposite it's not working. I don't know. Um by the end, that's my goal this summer by the end of the summer is that I'm going to know how to do a halo braid. I'm gonna prefer goals. Um do you have any goals for the summer?
1: Um yeah actually I wanna start um going to like we have like a gym in our complex with fitness summer. so I'm gonna to try to start exercising.
0: But well, also too. Marine, by the way, everyone lives in Colorado Springs now, so she's on mountain yeah. time.
1: I moved. Yeah, we're I'm um, two hours behind two hours time.
0: But also, I will say, what's good about for exercise where you live you you should just go hiking all the time.
1: I know, but it's just like you know, it's you have to. Um, like I've talked to you. That before like I definitely have to like, work up to that and get myself back in shape so having the fitness on the earth is good i just need to do it like every because mm-hmm. you can't like there's nowhere that close but also there's plenty of areas like walk right near me
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so yeah I want to be more active that's my goal
0: um so let's then move on to what we'll like we're gonna talk about kids on the hall Kids in the Hall. They, I love Kids
1: in the Hall. They were um, my favorite when I was
0: in grade school. Well, and you know what? I was trying to remember. It was Kids in the Hall, and then... Um, is that the Upright Citizens Brigade? Is that the one with, like, Michael Ian Black and Michael Showalter? What's that one that was on MTV? Um, that, There was a couple with them, and I do think
1: the Upright Citizens Brigade was one. And hold on, let me look it up. There was one of them on... Um, Uh, Reno
0: nine one one. No, I don't think it was Upright Citizens Brigade. I don't recognize any of these people. Oh, Reno nine one one. No, well, it's not Reno nine one one. I know that. No, now I have to. uh, It was like, well, I'm just saying because there was two shows, and it was like that one, and then Kids in the Hall, and I was more into Kids in the Hall. On this, yeah. Um, but maybe I'll. Let me, let me just look up... Maybe I can look up his, like, IMDb. And then I can see... Uh, the State. That's what it was called.
1: Oh, I love The State. Oh yeah, God, no, I... I that. It was so fucking funny.
0: I like The State, too, but um, I definitely liked... I think um, Kids in the Hall was a better show. I'm just, Kids gonna, in say, the hall I'm just gonna say that. Um, because,
1: I don't, like, remember... Huh. A lot of
0: the states that's, that's point. I just remember I loved it, like in seventh and like grade. Yeah, I just yeah. Well, it was funny because um, my husband, Gus, mm-hmm. hasn't. Um, when I was, I watched the new Kids in the Hall on Amazon. I haven't watched all of them. I'm like, I have like like three episodes left or something. Um, let me see. Where am I at on my like Kids in the Hall? oh oh duh I have one episode left so I have pretty much watched it okay so um I though like I was like I'm watching kids in the hall you want to watch it or whatever and I was like it's funny and he was like hadn't watched kids in the hall and was like what's it like and I was kind of like you know it is a really specific type of humor that not everyone would like yeah. You know? Yeah,
1: no, like, Carl has no no desire to watch it. And I'm like, that's fine.
0: Because it's not like... It's like... I don't know. Sick to your stomach makes you laugh? I don't know if that <laughs> makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's, like, super uncomfortable and weird. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah.
0: and I was trying to explain to him, and I was telling him, like, oh, well, it's kind of... And it's, like, really absurd. And I was like, he had watched Stella. So I was like, it's kind of like Stella. Or, like, if you're, like um a fan of like Michael Showalter, Walter and Michael Ian Black, like American um wet hot American summer and stuff like that. Like oh my God, it's so like lovely. yeah, it's kind of like it's it's offbeat kind of comedy. Um so but the thing is just not everybody likes that, you know? And he was like, oh okay. So he's like, okay, cool. I'm I would like it then. And so we're watching it. And he was like this is actually like really weird. Actually, <laughs> he was like, "This is weirder than like any of that stuff."
1: <laughs> right? I think it's weirder now than it's ever been.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, the like, no, I mean, I, I, well, that's the thing. This is good because I actually haven't rewatched old episodes, so like, you can talk more about the older episodes, and I could talk more about like the newer ones. So, like, why yeah. don't you talk about some? of the older episodes that are some of your favorites
1: okay um well should i just I, it's like because i know i have other favorites um there's it's so hard to explain that to. like i'm not really <laughs> even. like it's just not going to translate well at all but like there's one where um one of the so it's sketch comedy. So it's the same five guys. It's very um, in the vein of Monty Python because like the guys in the truth play like all dresses women to play the women characters. Like every woman characters like played by a man. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, there's like one where this guy is like has this sweat that like smells like amazing, and <laughs> and they like put him on a treadmill and they're like gathering the sweat and selling it like. And everyone loves it and makes everyone so happy. Um, and then there's, like, another, there's also, um, I'm just going to say, it's a skit called Don't Put Salt in Your Eye. And I'm not going to try to explain it. Because, again, it's sketch comedy. Like, it's, it's a lot of, in, like, timing and, um, like, the specific actors is what makes it funny. Like, if I explain the sketch to you, you're going to be like, that's fucking stupid." good. hmm
0: Well, I also I remember one from the um, older one because they actually bring it back in the um, in the new Kids in the Hall, uh, and it's like the guy who uh, squishes people with his fingers when he puts people when he can like see people from far away. And he goes, oh yeah, I'm crushing your head. I'm crushing your head. I'm crushing. Crush, yeah, crushing yeah, my head. yeah. That was a popular one.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So they they brought that one back. And he's like on like a police standoff and he's like gonna crush like this like um I think it was the were they not it's Canada, so some arch architecture famous architecture in Canada that he's gonna like squish with his fingers. Yes. Um they did like um this one sketch which was like which I kind of like because it's very performance art. Um, and it's like... I think it's it's literally like the first... In the first episode. And I think it's like the first sketch. And it's these two guys. And they're going to rob a bank. And um, they're running out of the bank. They're getting in the getaway car. And there's a cop car like right in front of them. And they're like, oh, fuck. We're caught, you know. And they're like, well, no. Wait a minute. They're looking for two guys with clothes on. And... They're like, oh, yeah, they're not – they wouldn't suspect us if we were naked. And so, like, the cops then are like, get out of the car, get out of the car. And they have their – they took all their clothes off, and they get out of their call, the car, and they're, like, butt fucking naked. Everything. <laughs> like, you know, they're, like, cock and balls are out. And yeah. the cops are, like, hold, you know, have them with their arms up. And the cops are, like, hmm – we're not looking for two like naked guys like you know they said i'm pretty sure it was like they they were clothed so this can't be them and then they were like well let's see uh jump up and down in place so he has them jump up and down in place so then which is really funny because there you see their dicks flapping around and like, <laughs> um and then they're like yeah so basically they make them do like Funny things with their bodies, and then they're like, "Okay, well, I guess it must not be them." And then they get back in the car or whatever. But yeah, so the whole skit was just about male frontal nudity. It was pretty <laughs> uh, ballsy, no pun intended. Oh, goodness. yeah. Yeah, I had a total joke there. Good um, job. Yeah, and uh, so I mean, I really love that. I don't know. There, there's like. Also, like our ki- I don't know the sexual orientation of kids in the hall, but I'm assuming a number of them are gay because they they and this has like been in the past too. They write a lot of sketches about being gay, like.
1: Yeah, they do, and there's I think two of them are. I could be making this up. I
0: know one. But I feel like it's. Yeah. Oh my god. And I love like the um. It's like. Let me see. There's. I have like. I wanna I wanna get their names right. No, it's definitely not. They don't have everyone here. Bruce McCullough Dave Foley. Okay, Dave Foley. That's not who Oh, Mark McKinney. Wait, was is it Mark McKinney? No, Scott Thompson. Scott Thompson, and he did like in older sketches too. He always pl- plays the gay that is wearing the cutoff shorts, like real, yeah. you know, like, uh, like just the most stereotypical gay man ever. Um, he, like, and what he has a few sketches, but like one is like um they're com- it, like trying to make a memorial for the last glory hole. So he's like the old guard of being of gay men or whatever, but there's just like yeah. one little part of the skit which I thought was hilarious. They're like walking down the street and there's like a new the a gay pride flag um in like a planter and like it's the new design one and he like takes it and like throws it in the street. <laughs> yeah. I just like love that kind of shit. Like, um, cause it's just, I, it's really funny, like, just to, like, to make fun of the new design of the gay pride thing, but also just being like, you know, old guard, like, um, gay men are like gatekeepers as, as much as the newer yeah. generation are, are, uh, like, play gatekeeper as well in, like, other ways. Anyway, um, yeah. And, uh, there's this one sketch that is just, uh, that really, like, what, like, one thing I like about their sketches is, like, you'll be laughing at her or whatever when it's, like, going on, but, like, you, you think about it, like, days later, and you're, like, oh, my God. But, um, it's, like, a, a, uh, uh, what is, like, a disc jockey, right? So, Mm -hmm. and this was Dave Foley was the playing the character and it's this diff, it's a disc jockey at the end of the world. So he's like in a bunker underground and it's like apocalypse times and you like and he only has one record that skips and it's like scratched at the end and it's um uh-huh. I've got a brand new pair of roller skates like that song.
1: <laughs> you even know that
0: song. Um yeah and it's it's so he it's like so he only has one song to play it's the apocalypse and he's in a he's in a bunker underground he's like completely by himself and then like so he's like but he's playing disc jockey like oh hey it's the end of the world like you can't go outside the outside temperature is 150 degrees fahrenheit don't go outside today kiddies like doing like like whatever and then, like, and then he goes, so today we have this song, blah, blah, And then he goes and plays it, and then it starts to skip, and then it's over. And, like, while while the song plays, he's, like, looking off in the distance and looks so fucking just, like, desperate and sad, like, clinging on to life. But, like, um, in any case, like, days later, I'm thinking about it. as and the, and the sketch, like, builds because, like, then eventually by the end of the sketch, he's, like, talking about how, like... Uh, his wife gave birth to, like, an alien baby that, like, went and, like, tried to suck his face off or something like that. Like, and then, like, and now on to blah, blah, blah with brand new pair of roller skates, you know? Um, and so, yeah, it's a very dark sketch and... But it's just ridiculous, but, like, it's also, like, a funny concept. Like, you can, like, imagine... Like, if you're imagining someone at the, that's the only living survivor, and you, like, you pick out, like, a disc jockey, which is, like, really funny, because they already, as their job, like, are in, like, a studio in a box by themselves talking to no one anyway.
1: Yeah, people that aren't there, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: so it's kind of, it's, like, a really funny, like, that is, like, the concept that takes it to, like, why it's, like fucking hilarious because it would be you know i don't it just the whole concept makes sense and also it's like that's what a disc jockey already is even though it's not the apocalypse that's essentially what they are but they just took it to the most absurd like depths or whatever
1: yeah no, absurd you're absolutely
0: right. angle um yeah they make fun of people who have babies too they make fun of breeders a lot um breeders yeah and like the there's this one sketch and like it's a couple who just had a baby and a couple coming over to meet the baby and they're like, Oh, you have to meet the baby, you have to meet the baby. You wanna hold the baby? Do you wanna hold the baby? And they're I like, like I know what you're talking about actually. Well, this is a new one. Oh really? Yeah. And, they're, and I, you're like, you gotta hold the baby. You gotta hold the baby. So they hold the baby and they're like, oh, it's it's ugly. It's hideous. Because they like, then they walk out and they're like, the baby's ugly. And then yeah. they're like... <laughs> and like, they're like, uh, and then they don't want to hold the baby. So it turns into like this like hilarious, like, why don't you want to hold the baby? Blah, blah. Anyway, I don't know. It's just like, uh, it's hilarious. Um... I, I don't know. What else do we have to say about in the Hall? Maybe we should be done this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, there was a movie that came out um, in the 90s, like the later 90s, like after the show had ended, um, and it was called Brain Candy, and I remember being so excited for it and then super disappointed, which is part of the reason I have not watched the *Kiss in the Hall show yet. Because um, that movie actually really broke my heart. Because my little geeky self before that, my child self loved *Kids in the Hall* and all sketch comedy. So wait, what? Like
0: what's the *Kids in the Hall* movie? Oh, *Brain Candy*. Called *Kids in the Hall*, *Brain Candy*. And yeah, you're saying and I haven't
1: watched it. Since. I hated it.
0: You didn't like it.
1: I fucking hated it. Yeah, and I was like this. It, yeah, I thought it was like a flop. I don't think I was the only one that thought that. Um, yeah.
0: It says a pharmaceutical so science, a, a pharmaceutical scientist creates a pill that makes people remember their happiest memory. Memory, and although it's successful, it has unfortunate side effects. Let's play the trailer. But I
1: think, I think part because I feel like it was set up as a movie, like not really a comedy. So I think that's like why. Like
0: also, like maybe that they. Like how they, they how they work. Like maybe it's just like the way their brand of comedy only works with like sketch comedy. Like you know, it's like
1: that's, that was how I thought it
0: the time. Five, yeah, like like really like that brand of humor can only work for five to six minutes. Oh my god, I forgot like this other sketch I wanted to tell you about. I mean, I feel bad because you haven't watched it yet, but it'll be funnier when you see it. But
1: that's okay.
0: Yeah. Um, because. This was, like, because I wrote a story like this. First off, I'm going to say that I'm going to, like, maybe get in touch with my lawyers and do a cease and desist on this because they totally plagiarized a comic that I drew. But, yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> the but um, anyway, the, the sketch is, like, this, this guy who adopted um, cats and, and they, he suspects that they don't like him. <laughs> and like they're actually they're killer cats like they're actually that's out to like cool. kill him and it's really funny anyway cats don't like me um, and like well the funny it's like how can cats conspire to like kill people anyway you know it's like cause they're cats like how can they actually you know whatever so that's what's yeah. funny about it Um. well that I'm excited to watch it next week hopefully yeah. You have to watch it. It's, it's,
1: yeah.
0: it's great. Um, I'm trying to think of other kids in the, cause like I,
1: they have all been in like a lot of movies. And there's like so many things that make kids in the hall references. And actually when I just Wikipedia it, Wikipedia it, or mm-hmm. Googled it,
0: um, there was only four seasons. So yeah. I was surprised. I mean, that's a lot actually. I mean,
1: I know, but I don't know, just how much, like, how iconic it is, it just seems like there should be more but and I guess, too, now I'm used to, like, The Simpsons having 35 seasons. You know, a lot of shows have, like, a lot of seasons now, like, back then, 10 seasons was, like, insane, you know, like, five seasons was, like, normal. Mm -hmm. Like, that, in five seasons was long.
0: So, oh, and it, like, was, like, started in 1988. Hmm. Oh, wow, that early, huh? Yeah.
1: That makes sense, because I remember watching reruns of it in, like, seventh grade.
0: Yeah, I only watched, I, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I thought I only watched reruns of it. I don't Because, yeah, I watched it I, on Comedy yeah, Central.
1: Yeah, we were, like, too young for it to, to watch it when it first came out, but then, like, you know, if it started in 1988, like what that was like, we were like nine, right? So, mm-hmm. but, but like 1993 when it ended, would have been in reruns, we would be like 12, 13. So, you were like getting the be enough to watch it.
0: Well, and I, I think too, though, uh, with the revival you're always like nervous like oh God is this gonna suck you know because you don't yeah because you, you're a fan and you don't want it to suck and I can say that it, it's really good it doesn't suck so good
1: I'm glad to hear that because like I said I had my doubts after that fucking movie But that, you're gonna have to tell me what you think of the movie I might have to rewatch that
0: too I don't know I don't know if I'm, if I want to watch the movie I was like checking out the preview I was like I don't think I'd be into it. I guess I'm not a diehard Kids in the Hall fan. No, because
1: I was. And that's why this movie was so tragic.
0: Yeah. Did Wait, yeah. did you see it in the theaters?
1: No, actually, I remember I watched it with my friend from down the street. But I won't say it, but on a podcast. Um, but we both were obsessed with Kids in the Hall.
0: Why won't you say yeah. their name on the podcast? Because I don't think it's cool. I, she didn't
1: give her permission for me to.
0: Oh, weird. I'll tell you. I just no I I mean no one listens to this podcast anyway. I
1: know but I so, But you think I, like I, she
0: would be like what I the fuck yeah, you said I my out first kid in
1: the hall then she might be not I actually be ashamed. in like, yeah,
0: the hall. No, she blow up. I mean, but like what it's like also you're just saying like their first name.
1: Yeah, I'm not
0: like, going to say. Um Actually, our last episode got 93 plays and two likes. What was even our last episode? Those had to be... Like, breakups. We talked about... Um, oh, yeah. John, the,
1: Johnny, Depp and and, Johnny Depp and
0: Amber Heard. and
1: Johnny Depp and Amber
0: Heard. Yeah, Johnny won, too, by the way. I don't know if you were... I
1: know. I
0: know. Um,
1: Yay,
0: Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, she's just like... I mean, it's a shame she, I guess she had to go on the stand, but I think, yeah, she pretty much lost the case herself because she was so creepy on the stand and just did not resonate. And I mean, if, if all the public is reacting, reacted the way the public did to her on the stand, you know, the jury was going to feeling the same thing, you know? and um and but at the end of the day i just think they're both assholes
1: yeah i think you're right and i think that if it was people who were our neighbors and by that i mean like our socioeconomic status um yeah they would just be getting a divorce there would be violence no one would ever do anything about it and you know it would just Mm -hmm. be a shit show yeah that's what pisses me off is that all this, like, money went into this. And, like, really, they're just fucking white trash. Rich white
0: trash. But I will say, I would say Amber's worse than Johnny because she lied about being raped by with a bottle. Oh, yeah, that's why cool. I mean, I, that's yeah, I fucked like that. up. Yeah, Shit. Sure. And she doesn't admit to lying about being raped by a bottle, but I think, I think she was lying, and... No one has proper. Yeah, like in a lot of capacity. Yeah. So I really don't. I don't have anything else to say about *Kids in the Hall*. I I don't know what to tell you. I really
1: don't either. I would probably have more to say if I actually watched the thing.
0: It's like. Well, I actually watched it and I just don't like I mean it's a off brand off color um surreal. Like I would say it's very surreal kind of comedy. Yeah. Sure. Um like another one was like it's a sketch where <clears throat> this guy is like has an imaginary girlfriend. And yeah. they're imaginary, like, they're breaking up, though. Or he thinks she's seeing someone else. And his his friend comes over, and who is aware of the imaginary girlfriend or whatever. And so he's talking to his friend about the imaginary girlfriend. And it turns out that she is seeing someone else, and it's him. So, uh-huh. it's like... I don't know what to tell <laughs> you. I mean, that's, like, fucking funny to me. It's like...
1: <laughs>
0: it's funny to me. Um... There's just, like... It's just a lot of goofy shit like that. Um, and then, I really think, too... It's the performers, too, that really sell it to you. At the end of the day, the performers, like, are able to sell you sell it to you and be like, they're funny. They're actually funny actors. And that's what they, kind of... Uh, yeah. Um, and I also think... I I mean the fact that they because like I was wondering like, and I think they like talked about this. They they like made a joke about it too. But like it's like doing cross dressing today as a for for comedy for laughs is yeah. very um, taboo. I would say because of yeah. the transgender. Um, because of yeah, because of transgenderism today, because it's definitely more out there than it it was before. Before yeah, in the nineties, it
1: used to be intrinsically funny. Like mm-hmm. it was just like it was funny because it was a guy dressed as a woman. Now like that's not like a joke.
0: But they I are mean. still funny.
1: <laughs> right, I know. Yeah, it's weird.
0: Um, you know that's what remember when not like we were in our twenties and I was like we should do an all female sketch comedy group what but we yeah. cross dress as men. Yeah, like it just doesn't
1: come off as funny. But it, yeah, honestly, now it might be, now it really might be funnier. Than it even
0: that yeah, really yeah. I mean, it would be it would be funnier because I I because it would be like. <laughs> I don't know, people being like, we're like, parroting Then it was, it's just because people don't really do that.
1: Yeah, well, what also could be funny is like us dressing up as a man, dressing up as a woman for a comedy. So oh like, my
0: God, how would you five five
1: do five that? Shadow, <laughs> like you would do, it would be us dressing as a woman, but like with a five o'clock shadow, and that's really shitty, like a really horrible day, getting like really horrible things and like, talking to the like horse like this. <laughs>
0: And that like give us like do like some kind of makeup to make it look like we have Adam's apples. Yeah. Or just wear scarves. That's what they do a lot. They wear scarves. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and I mean mine like too.
0: Like
1: and
0: they talk about it that you know, just at the time that was intrinsically a funny thing. Well, I
1: like that like, Kiss you know, in the no Hall
0: man Like, would ever do that. Yeah. Well, I, I like that Kiss in the Hall just was like, we're still doing it.
1: Yeah, I know. That is true. So.
0: Because it is still funny. Whatever. Your I mean, it's, maybe it shouldn't be funny. And it's problematic that I think it's funny.
1: You are, you yourself are problematic.
0: But I think too, like, I think though, the whole like trans misogyny thing is, as a woman, I can relate because you with transgender women in this sense because there's there's like so much focus on transgender women passing as women
1: yeah
0: in our you know cis normative world that we live in but like not for trans men like it's easier for trans men to pass i guess what, like, why like, is there so much attention? You mean a
1: woman who is who was like a female to male transgender person yeah, trans people. man yeah.
0: there's like no like trans men don't get like shit from anybody yeah I, well, I, mean, I mean it's
1: just like women can walk around in pants all the time, but none if they're wearing a skirt like a straight man like they still would be called like, gay.
0: Um, but like, Like, it makes me so annoyed. Like, I'm just like, yeah. No, it's because women in general are, uh, we're, we are objectified more so than men are. Yeah. Like, so, uh, because we're, we're objectified, so much of our, our looks is, is, are so, is so important. Our, our face forward, our, our looks, what we bring out into the world every day is more important than how a man dresses every day. And I'm not saying that men don't have, like, you know, clothing issues or, you know, whatever. How, how they have to appear and they worry about how they look t- out in society. But more so for women, like, um, there's more attention on how you dress and what you look like. Versus a man. Yeah. True. Sure. And because of this, uh, for trans women, it's the same thing. They're more objectified. It's like they're more whatever uh, than just being a man. It's not fair.
1: Well, it's just like such. I don't know. It's just so. It is interesting how you brought up, like, in comedy, the. The cross dressing and how that was not long ago. Like it's just so different
0: now. Yeah,
1: it has flipped so much since that time.
0: But in any case, kids in the hall—they seem to not get shit for it. I haven't seen anything like, you know, uh, anti-kids in the hall.
1: I think they've always been in, like you said, like in with like the community. They've done a lot of jokes from the perspective of the gay community.
0: Um, yeah, I definitely think that's. I, I think, think it's that's okay. Wait, am I? I bet I'm
1: confused. Um,
0: no, no, yeah, I let's just say Scott let's judge them based on their performances. So I'm going to say Scott Thompson is definitely gay. Mark McKinney, I don't know if he's gay. I'm going to say straight, I'm going to say straight and let's see. Oh, he's, he is straight. Okay. I got that one right. Kevin McDonald. Oh, Kevin McDonald. That's tough. Uh, I'm going to go with straight. Kevin McDonald. Huh. It's a lot about his.
1: Oh, that is tough. what if Kevin McDonald is getting... I yeah, I don't really have even a guess. Let me
0: go straight. There's no, there's no way we could tell if because his Wikipedia is not saying he was he's married or anything.
1: Uh, well, maybe um, like me, he's basically like, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Honestly, it really doesn't. Like that's like so awful. You
0: I know, think Kevin McDonald is straight. Like there's only two things, and you're one or the other. Um, I think Kevin McDonald is straight. I'm gonna go with that. Brian McCullough, uh, that's tough. Bruce McCullough, yeah. Who, what do you think? Straight or gay?
1: Um, that's another hard one. I feel like I always think that he's
0: gay. I think he's straight. Yep. Maybe he's fine. He's straight. Straight? Yep. Okay. I almost
1: feel like actually doing not mean
0: Dave Foley. Straight or gay?
1: Great. I'm confused on
0: how I feel actually. Look him up. I'm gonna go with straight. Yep, he's straight. Three children. Oh yeah, yeah. All yeah, right, yeah. so there's only one gay cast mem- member. I, it, yeah, I okay,
1: said, so that's what I thought. I thought there was only one. It's Scott Thompson. So it's the one that always plays the gay. He always plays the gay one in most of the gay shows.
0: So he's so they have a token gay, hey, yeah. in the cast. So yeah. because they have the hey, token hey, gay, hey. gay, they're able to make all these gay jokes. <laughs>
1: that uh, is brilliant. And
0: dresses women.
1: We need another. Uh, we need someone else on our pod. that's gay. A gay woman, so that we can make gay jokes.
0: Um, oh, yeah. So, actually, because it's it's described on Wikipedia as surreal humor.
1: I, I yeah. think that's actually, like, especially the genre.
0: Like absurdist humor. comedy. Yeah, I would say absurdist. I never heard surreal humor before. Though. Oh,
1: absurdist, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've heard of absurdist. I never heard surreal. So, it's a form of humor predicated on deliberate violations of casual reasoning thus producing events and behaviors that are obviously illogical. Portrayals of surreal humor tend to involve bizarre juxtapositions, incongruity, non-sequiturs, irrational or absurd situations, and expressions of nonsense. Surreal humor grew out of surrealism. Go figure. A cultural movement developed in the 20th century by French and Belgian artists who depicted unnerving and illogical scenes while developing techniques to allow the unconscious mind to express itself. The movement itself was foreshadowed by English writers in the 19th century, most notably Lewis Carroll and Edward Lear. The humor in surreal comedy comedy arises from a subversion of audience expectations emphasizing the ridiculousness and unlikeliness of a situation so that amusement is founded on and unpredictably that is separate from a logical analysis of the situation. Unpredictability. That's it. Unpredictability. Um, Should I read the entire uh, Wikipedia page for surreal humorism?
1: Um, I think they have a good idea. not, like, for smart people, so... So... We just want the gist of it.
0: Uh, they went on tour once. Twice.
1: I actually remember that album.
0: Oh, so you're, like, a super fan.
1: Yeah, I... Well, like, when I was a kid, um, it was... There was, like, a time in my life when it was, like, my preteen years, like... It was that and Hissmakers Guide to the Galaxy. And that is why I was so fucking cool at that age. So
0: popular. They also have a um, mini series called Death Comes to Town. Did you watch that?
1: No, but I just saw it on their Wikipedia and I was like, ooh. Um, Yeah, I'm going to have to check that shit out too. I did not know that existed.
0: That's because it was on Canadian television.
1: Oh, I see. Thanks for sharing, Canada.
0: Um, I don't know i don't know what else to say about kids in the hall close the closing thoughts on kids in the hall i don't know where else to go with this oh well wow. another old tv show i'm just wanted to talk about that i'm watching is 30 something oh
1: my god my mom used to watch that when i was a kid and like i remember thinking that they were so elderly like, i know elderly kind of like that was like i mean that wasn't even like when you're an adult like, to me, like, I thought, like, adults were 16. Yeah. At that time. Yeah, 30-something. And now I'm, um, now I'm 40-something. since
0: sort of for Anyway, how is it? Is it good? We're, like, 40-something, and our lives aren't even um, at a place that their lives are at 30-something.
1: I know. Thanks for so the merch.
0: Um, yeah. No, I love it. Yeah. I'm on the last season. It's just... And I kind of... so. I didn't realize this, but the creators, um, of 30 something, I should just fucking get their fucking names. Um, uh, Edward Zwick. Yeah. (laughs) And Marshall Herskovitz. Anyway, um, very Jewish, very Jewish people. And they're actually from Philadelphia, and Thirty Something takes place in Philadelphia, um, which was like a thing I didn't realize until I started watching. And then also I didn't realize they, well, actually, I mean, that's why I was like, I'm gonna watch Thirty Something because they're the creators of My So-Called Life.
1: Uh, Yeah. Because
0: my mom watched my so-called life too and that makes sense why she, she Yeah, and so and the shows are the writings the style, everything is very similar to my so-called life. Um I would say my so-called life like definitely is um more like an updated version, like nine like more contemporary feeling than Thirty Something, even though Thirty Something's like late eighties, early nineties. But it yeah. still has, like, a very, it's not as edgy as My So-Called Life. It is edgy, but it still feels, like, very much like a sitcom, you know? And I don't know. My So-Called Life felt like a docudrama or something. I don't know how to explain. It didn't feel yeah. like a TV sitcom, like. No, it didn't. Um, but it, Yeah, so I was kind of like, oh, well, they're the creators of My So-Called Life. And I've always, like. Uh, I remember my mom watching it, but I swear I was, like, maybe seven or something. Like, just really young. Yeah, like, really young. And you know know what
1: else would be on at the same time? Hmm. Moonlighting.
0: Oh, my God. Moonlighting. Yeah. What the hell was that show? Was that, like, a detective show?
1: No, I think it's... I actually remember asking my mom. And, like, Moonlighting is just, like, you're doing an extra job, right? Like, you have a full-time job, but you're, like... Moonlighting as a cab driver
0: to earn extra money. So, I guess it's like about someone doing like a side uh, job. I really don't know. Let me see. What is it? So, after being cl- cleaned out by her no good manager, model Maddie Hayes is about to sell one of her few remaining assets, the Blue Moon Detective Agency. I knew there was something involved with being a detective. Until snarky yeah, employee David Addison talks her out of it, saving his job and launching a new career for her. So yeah, it's a detective agency. But of course, it's a model. So
1: it's like VIP. Remember VIP?
0: Well, I I feel like she she's a model, but like I don't fucking yeah. I remember even when I was little, I was like, what the hell is this show about? <laughs> Yeah, the series revolved around cases investigated by the Blue Moon Detective Agency and its two partners, Maddie Hayes and David right, Addison. The show, with a mix of mystery, sharp dialogue, and sexual tension between its leads, blah blah, blah um, finds herself bankrupt as after her account embezzles all her liquid assets. She is left saddled with several failing businesses. Okay, yeah. So she owned the business. And she was gonna like liquefy her assets and then he convinced her not to, and then
1: Oh, I see.
0: Um what a odd plot. Who the hell thought of that? That's so weird. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm on season four of thirty something. I love it. But I can't talk to anyone about it because literally no one watches 30 something or has watched 30 something so it's always I'm, I'm always like I' have no one to talk to about it, it sucks yeah I'm gonna
1: have to watch it because I don't remember it
0: for sure well if you want I can mail you uh, the DVDs because you can't watch it anywhere on the internet you can't even really? you can't even rent it on the internet yeah there's it's nowhere um, All right, let
1: me see let me see if I can. If I can't get
0: it at all, I might have you send me the DVDs. Do you have a DVD player, even?
1: That's what I was going to say. I must, because we have a computer,
0: so... Yeah, but computers, like, don't have DVD drives anymore. Like, I have an external... Yeah, I don't
1: have a DVD player.
0: I have an external have... DVD player, because my computer doesn't have a DVD drive.
1: That's right. Yeah, we have all kinds of... We
0: might have one. Want... Alright, well, yeah, let me know, because uh, that's, that's it. You have to... You have to either you could probably rent them from the library too, or or like uh. you check them out of the library. But um, I decided to just buy the the all the DVDs. But and trust me, I already you can't rent them. Even you can't rent it. It's not streaming anywhere.
1: Uh.
0: The only way to watch Thirty Something is to like actually have the DVDs, which is I think really a missed opportunity. There, I think a lot of people would like this show and would want to watch it today because it's actually like it's it kind of explains a lot like because it's like what happened to the like hippie generation going into the 80s and they're like you know yuppies and uh and and the show is about like you know growing up And in a sense where it's like, we're trying to buy a house. We're trying to do this. We're trying to make ends meet. And there's also like, um, the, uh, a a number of the characters are, are involved in like the city politics. So it's kind of like the birth of like progressivism, the way that they're talking about, um, you know, funding like healthcare and like you know, funding public schools and they they talk about environmentalism, like because hope like writes all these um, articles on like radon poisoning and um, the water supply being like polluted and blah, blah. blah. So they're like um, do good, like kind of hippies. Like they care um, about they're progressives essentially on the left, left leaning. But at the same yeah. time, they have a house in Bryn Mawr, and they're trying to have their kids, and you know, Michael drives a cute little sports car. Like, so they're they're also materialists. So yeah, th- and they're selling out their values to like have this American life, and that's literally what Thirty Something is about. Is uh, is for all of them, which is so poignant. It's like a really. Yeah. Great show. I was
1: gonna say that sounds like right
0: now. <laughs> yeah. And, but well, now I would say if you were to do 30 something now, it's like worse though. Like because you can't even buy a house and everyone's working paycheck to paycheck. And then there's like, there's been a recession. There's another recession coming. So okay. it's people like, how how can people even be materialists? Like, I mean, but people are still. People are still materialists and chasing the American dream, but it's even more out of reach. I feel like so it would be interesting. Um, like how do you how do you have the American dream, like the family, a house, and all this shit, living in this economy that we live in, and and also coming from the perspective because I think the point of the show is to come from a middle class perspective. These aren't they aren't supposed to be rich people, but. You know, honestly, I guess it's more upper middle class because if they got a house in Bryn Mawr, like, Gary has a degree from University of Pennsylvania. like, um, um, yeah, But, like, the, the one cousin, Melissa, like, she's living in Old City. She's an artist. You know, but she's definitely, like, a trust fund baby, you could tell. Yeah. Um. So, they're definitely upper middle class, I would say. The, the demographic of the cast of Thirty Something. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's really, I, I don't know. I just don't understand why it's not streaming anywhere.
1: Because oh, yeah, I think
0: I think people would watch it. Like it'd be
1: great. Yeah, it'd be good. Still
0: well. Actually, like now, I need to hang up because I want to watch Thirty Something now. I well, so here's another yeah, thing.
1: I, I actually have to go because someone oh. from the uh, apartment.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Well, then can we do closing thoughts on Kids in the Hall, or do you have to leave like right now? Do your closing Let's do it real quick. All right. Closing thoughts on Kids in the Hall. So, real absurdist comedy made me feel in high school when I watched it that there was like finally, like again, just more of like comedy that I was like, oh, okay, this is funny. Because, like, I don't really like basic comedy myself. I never, I always was just kind of like, seemed very predictable to me. And that's what I like about absurdist humor. Whereas there is a formula to it. It's still, it's very unpredictable. And that is what makes me laugh. And I also like dark humor and absurdist surreal humor also tends to skew on dark humor, which is another part like that I'm into, you know? Um, So, and um, I love, I'm a, I love gay people too. And that's why I like kids in the hall. That, that's it. That's in my closing closing thoughts.
1: I think that was like really good explanation. Um, I agree with all those points. Um, it is definitely darker. there is definitely like that element of surprise in their punchlines. Like that's a large part of their of their comedy. Um and I have to say like the pacing and just like that the way that the jokes are laid out um really influenced me in making comics.
0: Like when I started drawing comics, it was that time
1: that I was watching kids. so that's actually
0: a huge influence. That and running. That and what you cut off? Ren and Stimpy. Oh, Ren and Stimpy. Oh, ah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, that's really funny that you say kids in the hall influenced your drawing comics. Cause yeah, you definitely were well, and I think my, me too. I never thought of it like when I was drawing comics but like yeah that's totally how we would draw comics to each other back and forth that brand of humor like mm-hmm. like the time when like having Clorox 2 like come to life and like think okay. of like the backstory of Clorox 2 getting addicted to enzymes in the factory and like <laughs> yeah
1: I thought that was, was <sighs> like really cool. one of my like one
0: um, okay, well, it's I'll let you Pantene get hair commercial. the Pantene hair commercial one. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, it's cause like commercials, like what if, I've always just thought, like, what if they just went off the fucking deep end, you know, and just yeah. went somewhere completely just fucked up. That's like, and I obviously watched a shit ton of TV. So commercials were like, uh, a big part of my depressing, um, headspace, unfortunately. Um mm-hmm. anyway, but okay. Now
1: if you you turn it into something funny so
0: that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh. That's a gr- that's a great note to end on. Don't you think that's a great note to end on? <laughs> that's okay. a great note. Okay. That's a great note to end on. So, all right. Well, um you do your apartment shit. Welcome to your new your mountain time life. Thank um Thank you. Even though it makes you a little less authentic and we probably can't we can't do on location delco things anymore. No, you no, not anymore. And um,
1: this all happened so fast we didn't even really get
0: like a do a less see, Delco bad. thing. Well, you know, you'll be back when you come back to visit, we should always make a point that we do a Delco thing when you come back to visit. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, that would probably be like the reason that I come back.
0: Yeah, you'll just be coming back to do on location Delco uh, podcasts. Well, thank God we have Patreoners that are funding, that can help fund your trips.
1: They'll find me back in four times the
0: year. Yeah. Oh, and we recorded the Patreon episode before this one, everyone. So stay tuned for that. If you're a Patreoner, you could sign up at um, patreon.com forward slash number two, Hose from Delco, H O E S. F-R-O-M-D-E-L-C-O, all lowercase, and sign up for $5 a month. You get our exclusive um, uh, Patreon episodes where we talk about our personal life. You Also, if you want to know what Maureen's friend down the street who likes kids in the hall, what her name is, we'll, yes. we'll post it on the Patreon. So. Yeah, I'll
1: just post it. it on the Patreon.
0: Okay, all right. Well, uh, I guess... See you at Wawa. I won't see you at Wawa though. But uh,
1: no, I will be at the Come and Go with the circle K. Okay.
0: Come and go. Yeah. That's funny.
1: And it's actually spelled. That is spelled K-U-M.
0: What the fuck? Are you kidding me? I
1: know. I know.
0: This is why people in Colorado are fucked up. This is why.
1: Yeah. That's um. why
0: I'm here. All right. Well. <laughs> See you at the Come and Go. See <laughs> you yeah. Bye. Bye. Podcast. Podcast. doo loo. Podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Okay. Poor house on the hill. From Delco. house on the hill. Hoo-hoo. Oh yeah, it's
1: a whore house on the hill. Two
0: hoes. Two hoes. Don't
1: you pull your skirt too short. Everybody's gonna wanna be up in that shorts